Shut up and sit down. You know who he is? I don't actually. He Jimmy founded the, Yeah, he founded the Boise Bicycle Project. So like people who kind of done gone a different path and like what's conventional kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's like super open format. Like we always talk about like lies the government's telling us and shit like yeah. that. <laughs> like everything the government's telling us, you mean? <laughs> Is right? Lie? Yeah. Seriously. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I just watched this I just watched this YouTube video with this doctor coming out and saying like oh she basically like created this whole pandemic and I don't know. There's so much shit out there on the internet now. Oh man, the, the internet's I mean, it's full of everything. If you want to find mm-hmm. out anything, just Google it, whether or not it's true, right? But, yeah, I just hit record, though. I'm recording this on my bottom screen in here. Just um, might as well. If it turns out good, I'll publish this as a show on my show. <laughs> Is that cool? <laughs> yeah, Is that you fun? don't mind if I, like, click my nose during the whole No, I don't mind at all. In okay. fact, I think people would I've actually find that I've got allergies right fun. now. <laughs> I know, me too. Or do you have the Rona? Uh oh! Don't no. don't sniffle when you're in the store. People look at you like you're crazy. I'm not like I'm. I'm one of like I'm not scared of it. It's the weirdest thing. Like so, I have a feeling that a lot of the hype around it is just basically created. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a fear tactic. Like I'm not. I mean, I'm being smart. Like I'm not trying to like go out and spread it to everyone, but I'm also like, I don't have like this fear of it and I don't sit there and look at the news and just get all, you know, the thing that stresses me out the most is the financial shit. Yeah. Cause I've been out of work for like a month. Well, maybe not that long. No, it hasn't been that long. And I, it feels like a month because I'm so used to being busy, but like I had to stop taking clients. Um, probably like over two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just been a bitch. Are you working? Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately I'm working still. Um, I worked from home beforehand before all this happened. So I was fortunate enough not to have my schedule really disrupted or anything. Um, too thrown out of whack as far as like my daily schedule goes, but it picked up a lot more with my podcasting and music production and recording because I also do concert photography and that was um, one of my side hustles but that that came to a halt so you know um, like a part of my income it did kind of disappear but not anything yeah. significant yeah and I I'm able to kind of pick up a couple extra dollars on the production side in the studio and get back in the studio because I was on a hiatus for about six months that's cool. Cause then you, so now you have like more time to focus on your creative. Yeah. Yeah. Different, like that. different creative side, I guess. I mean, I still have, photo- yeah. I, I, I'm still working on, I still have probably like 12 or 13 concerts that I haven't even edited yet. And that includes videos and music videos and all kinds of stuff. So I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm busy since January still. So I'm still working on so Sundance. So you're just catching up. Yeah, I'm slowly catching up. There was going to be so much good music coming too. I I'm know. still kind of mourning, you know, all the concerts. So many <laughs> good shows. 
Yeah. So many good shows. So this year was going to be epic. Yeah. I was yeah. super excited for the national. Like I've been wanting to see them for a long time. But... Who, who's that? The national. The national. Don't even know who that is. Oh my god, they're so good. What do they? What, what kind of music do they sing? Um, the guy almost has like his voice is almost like Morrissey, like it's deep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would, I guess, I would call it kind of alternative rock i don't know what it i don't i'm not really good with music genres but you should listen to it it's really yeah. fucking good yeah where were they gonna play yeah um i think all the big concerts were gonna be at the botanical gardens because i was gonna go see ween too oh yeah yeah but yeah i'm pretty sad like botanical garden i took some photos there a few times last year this is a crazy story we went to who was it was it tribal seeds last year at the botanical garden and some crazy drunk dude he uh he decided he was just gonna ram my car because i wouldn't let him in because i was let in and he was trying to snake my spot and i was like no dude there's no room he like pulled up right next to us in the church parking lot and he was trying to cut off all the other uh cars in line behind me and try to hang a right and snake in and i was being let in but he didn't have room so i pull in to where I'm being let in and the guy just decides to just gas it and he t-bones a car and it wasn't even mine it was um my car was actually at the dealership at the time so this was a loaner vehicle so this guy just t-bones this loaner vehicle he's yelling at us I have guys in my car who were just about to jump out like you know like veterans like these guys were just drunk about to jump out of this car and drag this dude out and put him in you know stomp him out in the parking lot and I was like freaking out. I'm like, no, like, <laughs> I don't need a felony on top of a busted car now. That's not even my car. Like, he totaled my car, and it was a big old BMW X5. Just T-boned it, just rammed right. it. It was crazy. So the last last time I was at the botanical garden, that was my experience. So drunk, angry people are the worst. They are. Like, they are. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm so glad that. Cause I, so I'm, I've been sober for almost five years, but like, so my drunken stories are all like, I was there and then all of a sudden I was blacked out. Like, mm-hmm. and then I came to like, that's most of my stories, but you know, and a lot of emotional type stuff, but like drunk, angry people. Oh my God. The worst. They're I've terrible. had a couple like friends who are angry drunks and you know, it, it gets to a point where you're like, can't invite them to parties anymore. Like they get their 86 from every bar. So it's like, if you're going to go yeah. out, you're like, Fuck, you can't have Adam along. He's like, yeah. You know, try to f- beat someone up and get us all kicked out of the bar. And yeah. Can't bring them to any musical events because then they just want to mosh and it's like an emo show. Yeah. And then they, <laughs> and then they get in a fight because they get kicked in the mosh pit. Yeah. Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah. just looking. They're like out there. Like, what can I do? What's like anything can instigate them. And yeah. they're just like, a trigger waiting to be pulled and like yeah. it doesn't take much it's like you could just look at them the wrong way yeah drunk angry people are the worst yeah, yeah. that's like i yeah <laughs> that was my experience so you're a boxer so you do boxing do uh, you still I, do it i um no i haven't i haven't fought in almost two years so it's been a while i haven't trained in probably a year and a half you have um, cauliflower ear? No, no, actually, I don't. My ears are good. My nose has been broken a couple of times, but um, yeah, yeah, I've done, I, I've done okay as far as boxing wise goes. I for as long as I took punches, I really, uh, I made out pretty good. A lot of the guys I train with, their faces are pretty busted. 
and their ears oh are pretty God. busted yeah yeah i've seen some gnarly looking cauliflower ears oh yeah some former fighters and i'm like yeah, yeah there's just nothing you can do like um, you just got a fucked up ear if you, you hey can, you can drain it um a lot of them don't drain yeah. it though yeah because i mean i have I you have, have to do it right away before it calcifies because isn't it yeah. like yeah. yeah it'll 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 harden and then you can't drain it and it just that cartilage just becomes scar tissue all that oh, excess fluid yeah but i mean i i've i've been hit in the ear hard enough and i've had you know fluid in my ear but i i drained it that night to make sure that i didn't have nasty cauliflower ear but uh, yeah I mean, you would I, think everybody would do that like maybe i should do this so i but maybe some guys like to have like the evidence some, that they were just that badass in the ring or yeah whatever. yeah it's a scar you know chicks dig scars i guess that, to me that's not attractive but, but i mean i know a lot of I, there's there's a girl that i used to train with too a really pretty girl and i remember when she had first got cauliflower ear she was so proud of it she was like posting photos of it you know because now she she fit in with the dudes because yeah you know she was the only girl who was hardcore enough to get in there and get cauliflower ears you know training with guys and stuff like that she's so proud of it and it it doesn't look attractive on her at all but she's she's still a pretty girl but it's like uh, she should have drained her ears <laughs> should clean that up a little bit i don't know how you can fix it either i don't know if you can go in and if you have to have like a reconstructive surgery at that point because they have to i don't know you'd think like a lot of you know the fighters that have a shit ton of money now would do something about it yeah. i don't know yeah well and and it can be um it i mean it, it can cost you a fight i've seen that before where you know uh guys have cauliflower ear and they get hit so hard that their ear just explodes in the ring and no oh yeah oh yeah no, no i've seen it and it cost them the fight <laughs> it's nasty there was one fight who was mean? it i think but it was like it like, like they get hit so like, hard that it just pops like if there's still fluid in there let's say it hardens around it kind of let's let's say like a hard-boiled egg and the yolk is still soft oh yeah you know? so you got runny yolk but the outside is hard-boiled so you think it's a hard-boiled egg you open it up and the yolk you know it's still still liquid <laughs> still yolky. So their ear will literally explode it's that's nasty. so fucking crazy i've, I've seen never it. heard that before yeah i want to say kimbo slice R.I.P. that guy, but he he used to be a street fighter. He came up in the street ranks, and he ended up getting signed to um, to Bellator and then UFC, I think, um, or it was UFC then Bellator. But either way, he had a fight. Um, I think it was one of his very first fights. Might have been his very first fight actually. But this big giant dude in the ring compared to Kimbo, and he hits this guy in the ear, and his ear just pops, and it was absolutely mm. disgusting it looked like half of his ear was like ripped off in the ring it's so gross just hanging there just skin and just blood and yeah is it like an explosion like is there like fluid that goes everywhere like it like i'm fascinated by dr pimple popper because yeah. i love oh, seeing weird ooh. shit like yeah. i love oh, gross stuff that like stuff's that. gross i love it she's I love it. she's I the chick right she's that chick doctor she's that yeah. woman doctor yeah you like express like first off if you have a cyst on you that's that big, 
why would you just walk around with it that long? Like, it's, yeah. it's funny, like these people will come in and they're like, they have like a boil that's like this large on their head. And they're like, yeah, I figured maybe I should have it. Yeah. Someone take a look at it. It's like, dude, I, cause I'm one of those people, if I have like the littlest thing, are you picker? the tiniest, like maybe something could come out of it. I'll just sit there and squeeze the fuck out of it until I have like a scar. I'm the same way. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I'm obsessed. And if I have one on my back, I like, I can't, I like have to like, I mean, like contorting my body. I like throw a fucking muscle out. Trying yeah. To get at it. Yeah, totally. It's not sitting there. It's not sticking around. There's I'm, no way I would walk around with like for months with that shit. <laughs> I'm the like, exact same true. way. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm a picker. So if Such I have something, pickers. I'll I'll be like this all day, like just get out of there, like hurry up, come to the surface, let me pop you, or I'll try to pop it, okay. and then my whole face will get all swollen because and it's so frustrating the, the when surface. it doesn't pop. You're like, yeah. and then it, you you know there's some shit in there, it hurts. Yeah. Like and then I've gone to the part where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna like poke it and like, oh yeah, my that's f- why I have. Scars are sexy, Scars are sexy, man. Chicks do dudes, scars. Dudes do dudes scars. Dudes dig acne scars. <laughs> they love them. Battle wounds. We got battle wounds. Bitches yeah. got battle wounds. <laughs> <Yeah>. Self-inflicted <laughs> battle wounds. Right. Um, I've seen this. My friend's wife had this thing for like blackheads back in the day. And it was oh, like yeah. this little thing. I'd never seen it before, but she oh, would yeah. like put on her skin and just rub it across and you could see all the blackheads come up. Oh, it's so gratifying. Oh man. I used to do facials and like, I would love when moms would bring in their teenage sons mm-hmm. and they hated coming to me. They're like, Fuck, mom, I don't want it. God, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> and they come in and they're just riddled with like, you know, they haven't touched anything. So it's just like, Black oh my God. All just, over. Oh, so gratifying. And I'm just fucking squeezing away at their face and they're just like and they're they, they don't want they don't want you to know it hurts so they're just like yeah you know like they're you tearing tell, up like, tears. <laughs> tears coming down and they're like it's fine it's fine just fucking do it that is so funny oh my god i love it yeah that's the thing i miss about giving facials i just yeah that's the one part except for i hated being having to be quiet in a room for an hour mm-hmm. like just i don't know yeah, like a spa. Is it like a spa? Was it a spa setting kind of a thing? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A spa. So I've yeah, I've worked in the beauty industry for like I don't know over twenty years, Whoa. but now I tattoo makeup on. Oh, you do? That's mm-hmm. cool. So you do the eyebrows eyeliner. and eyeliner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Did you do the... which is why I'm not working right now. Is it like the microblading and stuff like that? Is that what you do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. My sister-in-law yes. does that. Yeah. And then I do intuitive reading. So that's the new thing. And I did a reading for a woman yesterday. Um, It's been in the news, but her husband went missing. Um, You see the guy who just like got up and walked away in the middle of the night or whatever. I saw that. Yeah, I did a reading for her. Wow. Yeah, it was really intense. Like I felt completely unqualified to be it just felt really uncomfortable because I haven't, I usually do like a lot of what I do is um, intuitive, like helping people find their own intuition and like develop that. And like, you know, cause we have gut feelings, we have feelings like if something's wrong, you know, but like a lot of times um, our minds take over and we just don't know how to navigate our internal knowing. And so like, this was the first time I've done something like that where it's like trying to get, insight into someone who's crossed over potentially and like I'm not going to say what came out of it because it's Mm -hmm. personal to her but like it was really 
it was some shit and God, it was emotional. And what's intuitive reading? Like what exactly is that? So what I do, um, it's weird how I kind of stumbled into it. Cause like I've, my mom has abilities, like it runs in my family, but, um, I, it was, it kind of started like I would just be with friends or somebody would have something going on. And I'm like, I feel like this is going to happen or this is going to happen. And then it would, um, and certain things with myself, like I would just have like a knowing and then it would transpire. And, um, I also had premonitions in dream state. Um, and I have a good friend who she's an intuitive life coach and, um, she's been an intuitive her whole life. And she said, you're one of us and you should start doing it. So I started doing it for fun where I would just give my friends readings and I use or animal Oracle cards. Um, not a big fan of tarot. Um, personally, I just, I just feel like they're a little too, I don't know. I just can never really translate them well enough to like make them feel like they fit with the dialogue that we speak today. I don't know. It's just not my thing. So I do readings for people or I started doing readings for people. Um, and I'm like, well, this is all information I could just pick up on. Like I already know them. Mm-hmm. So when I realized I was really had an ability was when I started reading people I didn't know and I could pick up on stuff that they only knew and just certain, and like I, it just ended up being, there's so much accuracy with it. So now I've started doing it somewhat professionally mm-hmm. on the side. And cool. so it's a card reading thing. Yeah. I mostly work with cards, but a lot of it, like I'll work with the cards, but a lot of it comes through, I get feelings. Like I just get like, I'll have words pop into my head and things oh. like that. And then I also use a pendulum. So, so things. intuitive is in like, you're using more of an intuition. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. We all have it. We all have the, the ability. It's just something that I think because of the spiritual growth I went through, I've just kind of harnessed it a little bit more because I've had to do a lot of spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. But I'm not religious. I'm actually that's kind of prevented me probably from getting developing these abilities earlier. Is I was really turned off by religion, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we watched yeah. we watched the movie. Have you seen the movie Zeitgeist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we were talking a little bit more about the religion uh, stuff this morning because we watched that last night, and um, just religion in general is a very interesting topic. I've 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 had many podcasts actually about religion also. Um, yeah, and it's it's just interesting as life unfolds i find people either move away from religion in general or they grab and hold on to it and they use that as something that's going to help them get through life versus somebody who's going to not use it to get them through life at the same time it's very interesting to take a lot of people have yeah so well i i really hope this lady finds her husband it's been what 12 days now it's been almost two weeks this dude just disappeared and i i think yeah they've done um they've had a lot of search and rescue teams out they even brought cadaver dogs out to but yeah um but they're not finding yeah yeah she said it was like intentional like he just left the note she knew he did it on purpose he had like walking sticks right 
and a headlamp and just bail. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, there's a lot to it. I mean, it's, it's complicated. And, you know, the interesting thing about it is that I lost my dad to suicide and um, they had very similar personalities in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. They do um, have very similar personalities. So I saw a lot of correlation with, um, yeah, depression's a real thing. And it's, it, it tends to happen a lot with um, people who have that type A control personality mm-hmm. because their mind just takes over and then they're just not tapped into any, I don't know. I think I, there is a correlation to that, but um, sure. yeah, it's weird. I mean, what I love, what I love seeing now, like, especially, so how old are you? Are you like in your thirties? Mm-hmm. I'm 34. So 34. I'm yeah. So like a lot of people in your generation, especially are, I'm noticing, um, are kind of, there is less of like the religion thing, but more spirituality, like overall spirituality, but it's, what I love, like, because my beliefs are kind of like, I um, tend to think science and spirituality are very connected. And it's not, but I also don't believe in like the dogmatic, like, this is the only way, like, I think there was a lot of spiritual leaders. But one thing I was thinking about is like how um, a lot of my friends who are like in your age group, because I'm a little older, I'm a Gen Xer. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of my friends in your age group are tend to be like so much more open-minded and a lot. And I, you know, I've heard like the millennials and the Gen Z, the Gen Z that's before millennials or after millennials. I think so. Mm -hmm. They're just more spiritual, but they're not, they're not being drawn into the religion thing as much. So I'm wondering if there's going to be almost kind of like a, a a shift with that. Like a religious revolution. Kind of a thing. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the uh, movie Waco? No, uh, well, I mean, I've seen a lot of documentaries on it. Are you talking about the TV show there's, that just came out on Yeah, Netflix I guess or it's whatever? a TV Is show. Is it a TV like show? A, the cult? Yeah. It's fucked up. Dude, that, <laughs> it was crazy. Like, everybody, I mean, we could talk about Waco a few times because I, 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 I get into those cult shows a lot. And, Cults are fascinating. Oh, they're absolutely fascinating i think religion in general is cult but <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it depends on how how deep you want to go into you know defining what it a depends cult on, yeah is. i mean again it depends like i grew up a jehovah's witness definitely mm-hmm. a cult mm-hmm. like and if you didn't drink the kool-aid per se like if you didn't follow their instructions you were going to be you're shunned you're stunned and I actually had a guy on my podcast where he um, had a really profound, he was um, pretty high up in the congregation. He was one of the elders or one of the people that, you know, had kind of gone up the ladder and he had a profound spiritual awakening where his third eye opened Mm -hmm. through meditation and meditation is frowned on. Like you're not even supposed to meditate. Whoa, I didn't know that. In in, yeah. in in that religion, they don't want you to meditate? There's so many rules. Like, I grew up not being able to celebrate any holidays. Uh-huh. Um, you couldn't worship anything except for Jehovah, which is God, and Jesus. You know, like, you ha- it, like so you couldn't celebrate anything. Everything was pagan. Even celebrating your birthday was pagan. Um, 
and we'd always get in trouble. Like we'd put a pumpkin out on our front steps and they would, you know, get on our case because like that's pagan. And it's like, it's a fucking pumpkin. Like we didn't yeah. carve into it. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it's a weird religion. And like, I just had such a distaste that I was like super atheist slash agnostic for a long time. And then, um, you know, when I got sober, then I started kind of turning, going back like deeper into spirituality. Cause I've always believed in like aliens and stuff like that. You God's, know? Like, an, God's an alien. Let's be real. He's not from planet. I think Earth. Jesus was an alien. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a hybrid. He has to. He be. was a hybrid, and I think that we evolved. Personally, I think we evolved from an alien race, um, interbreeding with Neanderthals to create a slave race to mine for gold. Yeah, because gold like is really Anunnaki. Valuable. You're talking like Anunnaki. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know all the lingo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we yeah, yeah we can go into we can go into that stuff. Dude. Yeah totally it's like could they like all the all the people on ancient aliens it's like they it's like a they have to have crazy hair yeah yeah <laughs> crazy like great Braden, his hair just keeps getting crazier and yeah that giorgio guy it's like always like or sucula su- su- what george sucalos or something like that. i love him yeah he cracks me him. up i guess he's did he did like a like a like a conference i don't know what you call it like he came and spoke here oh did he george sucre oh man I yeah i have a name. couple of friends that went to it and they said it was amazing i bet like, i bet he just showed the evidence he's like you guys come to your own conclusions but mm-hmm. this is what we found and he had yeah, so there's definitely something to it yeah and he had an offshoot tv show and it was um it was him just traveling around the world to different locations for showing ancient alien stuff and then giving his own point of view and he was the host of it and they had the area 51 stone that rock where it had a carving yeah. in it that dude found and then you know what was it like 10 years before or after that there was a crop circle across the world like halfway across the world that had the exact same oh, as, like encryption in the crop as it did on yeah. that rock that was found at area 51 which There's is really weird. There's so much stuff that's like, how can you disc- discredit this? Like, it's just, it's too much, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's so, like, Peru, for instance. Like, God, some of the crazy shit in Peru that's like, oh, it's just nuts. Yeah, I love stuff like that because I'm just fascinated with, like, history. And I think there's a lot of answers out there, but. Out of place objects, out of time objects, those things are trippy. Have you ever read The Day After Roswell? Oh yeah, I have. <laughs> it's supposed to be the most accurate, accurate. Colonel J. Corso is but... that who it was? Yeah. Yep. Philip Philip J. Corso is that who it was? Philip, Colonel Philip I J. Think... Corso, something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. The Day that's After Roswell. Yeah. So that's the one where he was he was given a bunch of tasks to outsource. Was it that um, a bunch of defense contractors to backwards engineer? all the alien yeah. technology from so Bob like, Lazar it was on did you ever watch Rogan's podcast where Bob Lazar was on and mm-hmm. he came out and talked about that was fascinating the bone density like, meters and like all kinds of stuff that came out that was true and he had spoken of it back in the 80s when he came out with Area 51 and crazy yeah, yeah it's way crazy okay like the other conspiracy theory that just fucks me up is the missing 411 cases 
Have you heard of that? Oh, I don't even know what that is. The missing okay. 411 case? Get ready to go down the rabbit hole. There's actually a documentary, <laughs> and it's this guy, David Politis, a form, I think he's a retired police officer, but it's all these people that just vanish. Mm-hmm. And that little boy that was from Idaho Falls, Koontz, I think is his, I, or I don't know. I'm totally, I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. He's one of the, he's fits into like, the category of being one of the missing 411 cases but like these stories are so crazy like there's some that just don't make any sense like you should definitely look into it i will i'm gonna probably watch it weird when we get off the show weird shit (laughs) and now when you go hiking and you're like alone you're gonna be like am i just gonna get teleported somewhere it is it's really weird and it's like these bizarre cases where people literally vanish Mm -hmm. and like they're they may be found but it's air it's in an area where search and rescue teams have swept over like numerous times mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden their body will show up it's fucking crazy that is crazy. it's crazy yeah yeah i'm gonna look that up because we we watch a lot of conspiracy theory stuff here at home so me yeah and I, me and well this one i wouldn't even call a conspiracy theory it's like it's just weird like mm-hmm. there's no no explanation to any of it and these people are really have gone missing you know but there's just like a lot of weirdness around it and it's been happening for a long time so they don't know where these people are going or they're being and the people that are found alive have no memory yeah of what happened they're being abducted and they're being fed to the reptilians possibly (laughs) or yeah there's so many that's the thing is like that i love about things like that is like it's they kind of give like leave it open for you to kind of come to your own conclusion because they have no answers there's Mm -hmm. no theory there's theories i should like there are theories but nobody knows Mm -hmm. the answer to why these people go missing and well there's millions and millions of children that go missing every year that go unreported all the time so well and then there's the satanic rituals that they're talking about where they're taking the children and they're sacrificing them drinking the blood (laughs) i'm telling you it's the reptilians we've been geeking on reptilians a lot i you know i i believe it like it's it 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 doesn't it's not that crazy to me uh, to believe like i believe that more than like the mainstream media is telling us the truth yeah. <laughs> They're, that we're getting factual information on any i mean there's just so much that we probably don't know about well the pentagon people... the pentagon yeah. yesterday just came out with another video of like unidentified aerial phenomena unidentified that's the new yeah, term that's yeah. the new term thanks hillary clinton <laughs> isn't that who broke the news didn't she say that on a tv she said that on a tv show she was being interviewed. That woman has some fucking dark energy. Because she's she is reptilian. She's one of the she's in Carol, control. She's evil. Order. I she's know that. Nice. Like I don't know the extent or like, but I I remember like the last election because I was like I didn't want Trump to win, but like mm-hmm. I also couldn't get myself to vote for her. Like mm-hmm. there's no way. Mm-hmm. Like I almost saw worse shit happen if she was elected like and that my you know i'm i consider myself a pretty liberal person and my friends were like how how could you not vote for her like i'm like it just i couldn't mm-hmm. a, i don't know i just see evil around her like yeah. something really not good really not good 
Yeah, I hope you don't get. I hope you don't suicide or get suicided later for saying all that, because you know they're probably listening in on this. They probably own Zoom. Clinton's yeah. just listening in right now. They're like, who's talking? I do about have. So my friend that I had on, she used to work in Wall Street, and she we started talking a little bit about Illuminati type stuff. Mm-hmm. And after we got done recording, um, she left, and her phone didn't work like she couldn't make outgoing calls and then she tried calling verizon and it's like you're or like it kept saying like these numbers are not available and then it said um and then she got hung up on by verizon Mm -hmm. so she was scared legitimately scared and so i was doing the podcast with a a co-host at the time um and we had left and I had like missed calls from her. I tried calling, it just went straight to voicemail. And then when we got a certain ways away from the house, the call went through and she's like, you won't believe what just happened. And then all this money went missing from her daughter's account or like what? her daughter said some money miss- went missing from her account. Yeah, it was fucked up. So we think there was something listening in. Yeah, there probably was. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it at all. That's why when you say that, <laughs> I I'm not- doubt it at all. <laughs> You know, the, the thing that, like, it's interesting, like, all the whistleblowers that come out and are leaking all this information, and it's like, God, they're really putting their lives at risk. But one thing I've heard is it's um, the people that don't come public, don't go public with the information, or the people that are investigating it internally and aren't really, like, speaking out are the ones that are more prone to getting offed because... Yeah. It's easier. There's yeah. no paper trail as to what could have happened. Mm-hmm. And there's not going to be people that are aware, like, oh, yeah, that's why the person got killed. Not to say it isn't happening, but. There was a guy, I want to say he was, I want to say he was in England at the time, but he was a conspiracy theorist and he had a bunch of information on higher ups in the military and political figures because he had been doing a bunch of research on. Um, on children who were going missing and like all these like satanic cults that are high up in you know these um in these networks and he was going to propose all of his evidence at this huge meeting um over in in europe somewhere i want to say it was like it was either italy or somewhere in the uk or, or like western europe right and um, the day before he was supposed to give his presentation and this guy was super healthy the day before he was supposed to give his presentation uh, he wake or uh, the girl that he was staying with wakes up and sees that he is dead and he's got like black fluid coming out of his mouth and his nose and they think that he was poisoned and it took his mom like two years to even get his body back to be able to bury him they wouldn't even they wouldn't even let her like see see her like her son or anything like that and this dude just died and they said it was from natural causes it's like i don't know how natural it is to to just die and have black fluid coming out of your nose and your mouth unless that's yeah i mean even like internal bleeding right the blood's not even that dark no not at all like no, because so. that usually means like the blood has been in there for a while mm-hmm. or like he was bleeding out and then it came out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Black fluid, that's fucked up. It's or pretty it can be a chemical up. reaction. Yeah. 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 That's what I was thinking. So you never, you never know, man. Everybody's big brothers. There's a lot out of there. stories like that that just. 
people don't even you don't hear about it it's weird like they come out and then they just get swept under i mean like uh-huh. epstein just fucking dying in prison like there's so many questions around mm-hmm. it but it doesn't get covered and there's so you know like um 9-11 like there's so many like things with 9-11 that's like it's so obvious mm-hmm. that what happened didn't take place but it just doesn't get it's like weird it's like we just kind of accept the lie mm-hmm. yeah i think a lot of people just accept the lie because it's scarier to face what really could have possibly been true which probably is yeah it's weird well i heard a um i had a i heard a really interesting conspiracy theory the other day about all these celebrities who are now catching covid you know and they're overseas and they can't come back to the u.s right now you know and for instance tom hanks is one of them where they were saying he was caught up in like a child like sex ring or whatever and Mm -hmm. while he was in australia and then all of a sudden you know he's going to be charged with it and also you know some canadian politicians and stuff and now all of a sudden they all have covid you know and so they can't they can't be extradited and be charged because you know they're not bringing people in who's who have uh, corona so have you heard of like the mass arrests that are going to take place like they're thinking of taking down the deep state and that's going to happen and no but yeah there's there's a lot of information out there too where it's like our like everything's going to shut down like our wi-fi and um cell service is going to shut down for like three days and this is while the mass arrests are happening so if it does happen that's why (laughs) i'm waiting you know what you you hear these stories you're like it'll never happen but it's like a major blackout basically yeah yeah and the reason is because and then all we'll see is um you know all we'll get is like uh like emergency alerts and that's it Mm -hmm. dang well, so they said not to panic. So if it does happen, don't panic. It's actually a good thing because they're taking all these people down that have been basically controlling, like all the elite. Mm-hmm. The so who knows? Order. The new world order. New world order. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, this whole COVID's definitely put conspiracy theorists like um definitely oh they haven't taken a day off yeah they haven't (laughs) yeah they have not taken a day off something happens there's a reason (laughs) (laughs) well the 5g that's the big one too yeah like we're getting microchipped with the vaccines and then the 5g's activating it and yeah Yeah. there's so much out there yeah and the chemtrail thing like (laughs) oh man chemtrails though like why does nobody know like i rogan actually said he's tried to get people on the podcast that fly those planes and they won't like they won't talk really mm-hmm. that's crazy there's some level of secrecy with chemtrails and i was out hiking with my brother the other day and i'm like look there's chemtrails and he's like isn't that just you know like water vapor plane? yeah water yeah, vapor. yeah but they're different they like linger in the air and they kind of have this like there's something weird with them and then why are there so many and it's just and they'll happen one day, but then not the next. But there's the same amount of planes going overhead. There's a lot of weird shit with the chemtrails too. Like, yeah. But again, why and why does like why aren't we like the fuck are they spraying in the air? Like why are people not freaking out about this? And the fact that we have don't have answers, we just kind of accept that yeah. all of a sudden. And I've talked to people who are from the older generation who don't have never seen that before, and now they're happening. And like my mom, she's like, "This is weird." Mm-hmm. 
Like she woke up one day, she lives in Florida and there, she's like, took a picture of the sky and the whole thing was like white marks all across the sky. It's yeah. Weird. I see it a lot in the mornings or I used to on the way to work. You'd, I'd see him every morning. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, I used to live don't... right by NASA too. And I've, um, I talked or I've met a couple people who work for NASA and the shit they say is pretty wild. They're like, Oh yeah. Mars was populated and there was some type of, cataclysmic event that happened there and wiped it out and they're not showing it up to us and like there's all this stuff about like alien visitations that have come and these are people that work for nasa like engineers and scientists and yeah no doubt like um have you heard have you ever heard of a secret journey to the planet serpo Mm -mm. it's um it's a book basically about how the aliens that crashed area 51 they made um, like an, they created an exchange program, and these aliens met with like the, I think they said like thirteen or fourteen world leaders, and mm. they did an exchange program for twelve um, like astronauts, and they were mm-hmm. they had linguists, and basically these astronauts were picked because they didn't have family or anybody that would really notice if they never came back. Um, and so they were like, all 12 of them had different roles. Um, but basically what it was is we kept some of um, these aliens and they helped us engineer, you know, new technology. Mm-hmm. And we sent our astronauts to their planet, which they said was like 42 light years away. And... Um, it was, it's just basically a story about these astronauts and the captain kept this log for like, they said, I think he said it was like 13 years. It's supposed to be 10 years, but because of the distance and the time, it was actually a 13 year, um, journey. Two astronauts died. One died on the way there. One died while on the planet. One actually, I think they said one or two actually stayed on that planet, but they said it was like a utopian style society where like, yeah, I have heard a little bit about this now that you're talking about it. Yeah. yeah pretty, pretty wild. Um, the book's yeah. really interesting. Um, and you have to read it. You have to go into it and read it knowing that you're basically reading somebody's journal, like their logs. And so there's a lot, there's quite a few typos in there and whatnot but um there's a really interesting um there's a really interesting documentary called mirage men and i think it's still on netflix okay so that guy who infiltrated the ufo community he got asked if he wrote that um that story because they they believe that he was creating that story to throw off the whole ufo community but some people don't buy it. He says he didn't, um, and and most people probably wouldn't want him to say he did because a lot of people would probably want to think that's true. But there's like, there's there's I mean I I I'm almost becoming more of an adopter of intraterrestrials as opposed to extraterrestrials. That there are higher societies here on this planet that mm-hmm. we just don't know about because we oh, absolutely. were kept confined, you know? Like, how do I yes. really know that I'm in, like, how do I really know I'm in Georgia and I'm all the way down there on that side of the map? You know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I've never been that high. Every picture that's been taken outside of this planet or off this planet 
they're all just a bunch of photos they're just a collage you know like I really don't know all I know is what I've been told and what I've been shown you know you keep a kid in a box all day and you tell him he's the only human aside from you for 30 years of his life and you let him outside of the box and he goes outside and sees people he's gonna freak the fuck out you know like thinking because right. all he knows is what he's been told his whole life you know so, yeah totally or even hollow earth right like oh yeah going to the hollow you earth know theory. who Corey good is um mm-hmm. he's a yeah he talks a lot about like the, the deep state and what's going on on um he, so i think i can't i can't remember like his exact role but he let me look him up but you should look him up because he's got some pretty interesting information about there. And he talks about how he met with like the blue avians and mm-hmm. how he, um, he's worked on all these different, like, like autopsies and shit like that. Um, Corey, what did I say? What was his name? Was? See, it was Corey. Corey Cook or something. Good. <laughs> like I have quarantine brain. I've had it for a while. Me too. Um, yeah, so he talks about like, oh God, where is it? Where's a where's a nice like good old fashioned Wikipedia page for him? Anyways, look him up. He's super. He's come out with like secret space programs of the inner Earth. Like he's said, given information Fourth Reich about and Hitler. Yeah, and... I I wonder about the inner Earth. Like we don't know what's in there. Yeah. Who knows if it's even hollow? It could be flat with the dome on top, and we're in a petri dish. Right? What do you think about that theory? See, I can't I get on board with hard. that. I geek pretty hard on it. Do I, you? Yeah, but I. Do you I, find because like I haven't really researched it that much because I've almost just kind of dismissed it. I'm like mm-hmm. I'm not even going to put my energy there. But like, have you found anything that makes sense, or is it all just pretty out there? Mm, well, I mean, I, I guess there's a lot of information out there that you could. Um, that you kind of use to support a theory like that. Um, there's there's some video out there that's really interesting. Like there's this rocket. Um, if you look up rocket hits dome, it's really mm-hmm. interesting because they put these GoPros on a rocket and it's flying. Like, I mean, this thing's just going straight up. And then all of a sudden you hear it hit something just go dung and then it just stops and it starts floating like it just literally just floats there in the middle of nowhere see i have a theory about that too because so my theory is that there is some type of force field protecting our planet but it has more to do with it's like advanced technology maybe probably that didn't you know come from our planet but like Mm -hmm. to protect us from like solar flares and things like that have you ever heard of yeah have you ever heard of um pieces of the firmament have you ever seen those they're called sky rocks so they say that so there's these things called sky rocks if you look them up they're blue they look just like the sky they're the same color of the sky. And one of the theories is, yeah, well, in the Bible, they talk about the firmament and how it protects the planet Earth. And some of the theories out there is that when the world flooded, it was because the firmament broke. And what they also have said, what NASA has said, is that they believe that space is made mostly of liquid. 
or water. So we could be a little bubble, right? And um, some of the ideas out there or theories is in the Bible when the earth was flooded, it, it was because the firmament broke and it cracked and space, basically all the water from outer space flooded the planet earth, you know? But if you look up like, yeah, if you look up um, pieces of the firmament or sky rocks or anything like that, they literally look like the sky and they're made, they're, they're composed out of like 80% oxygen and a bunch of other, um, bunch of other elements that are not known to be on planet earth. And they're found all over the planet. Like they're not in just one spot. They're found like everywhere. So that's something to geek on. I'm not saying like I believe in it, but there's a couple of things that definitely will tickle your brain if you're, you know, if you're diving into that topic. It's really interesting. I, like, yeah. I Do you have a subscription to Gaia? <laughs> oh, you do? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like my ex got it for me a long time ago and he just keeps renewing it every year. Yeah. So there's some really, really cool stuff on it. And then there's some where it's like they're talking about like, just out there shit but it's all interesting like i don't like some of it's really hard to digest especially anything with um yeah like some of the secret space programs that are going on and the weird alien entity you know like some of it's really out there but it's still interesting but then there's just some there's also a lot of stuff like um on spirituality and um quantum physics and stuff like that and greg braden has a show on there that's really fascinating i love greg braden i think Mm -hmm. he's I think he's fascinating, but yeah, there's some stuff that's good. Some stuff that's like, okay. <laughs> Way too out there. Like yeah. people, I love it with all the people that channel the Pleiadians. <laughs> they make them sound like that fucking character from Star Wars. I can't remember. <laughs> Which one? Hello there, Earthlings. Oh, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like. Like, do they all really sound like that, or do you guys just have to make a fucking crazy but aren't, to make sure we know you're channeling? Yeah, aren't Pleiadians though? Aren't they supposed to be like the other humans out there? Is that Basically, don't they well, look just like us? That they're the ones that were part of um, the. Uh, Atlantis like they came here mm. just basically to learn about our planet and then leave. I don't know, though. Yeah, there's so many theories out there that I do get on board, though, with the fact that we did not just primarily evolve from Neanderthals. Like, I think there was some other DNA. I think there's a lot of other DNAs that were spliced yeah. with. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, think- it's not like look at other species, like how they've evolved. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way we got from that to this. Yeah. By, on our own. Like, we just naturally evolved into these like hairless, like, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Because if you strip us naked and you throw us out in the elements, we're dead. How how far do you think we're going to evolve? You know? Yeah. And and this is another thing that I think about too. So our planet is covered in water. Seventy percent of our planet is covered in water, and thirty percent mm-hmm. is land. Mm-hmm. How how is it that there aren't other high like higher civilizations that have evolved? If if we did evolve how come they wouldn't have evolved underwater just like they would have evolved on land? You know, there's two and a third times as much water than there is land mass. And you think only 7 billion, you know, creatures, this 
us, the bacteria of the planet, you know, like we're the only things that could have evolved to this level of intelligence. Like you have USOs, you know, your unidentified submerged objects. Who's to say there aren't civilizations? Like let's say Atlantis, they say it fell into the ocean, right? Who's to say that like Atlantis wasn't actually... And it was circled by water, you know, like who's to say that these weren't like mermaids per se, you know, um, or, or lived we, beneath the, you know, and rose up for a while it. and then went back down. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, totally. And then I there's like, there's, agree. well, there's the, the, I mean, it's just stuff that, you know, you can't, you can't really discredit some of our evolutionary traits, if that's what you want to call them. Right. So like, right. Think about, have you heard of the water ape theory? where we evolved no. next to the water instead of in the plains of Africa. Cause if you, if you take any, any monkey gorilla, whatever you want, if, if they give birth underwater, their baby will drown and die. So mm-hmm. we're the only bipedal creature or animal in the entire world on land that we would like that would have evolved from anything on the African plains that can give birth underwater and like our baby will swim naturally survive. Right. And then we yeah, also, right. mm-hmm, yeah. So how could we evolve? Uh, well, how could we have that trait unless we were next to water or at least birthing near water, fish. right? Part fish maybe. Yeah. Well now also with our hands, when you have, you know, uh, when you have pruny fingers, that it's not because you have water in your skin it's because your brain is telling your skin to change so you have better grip underwater so so you can wow. grab things better in the water yeah so that's that's, that's another evolutionary fascinating trick. yeah it's i've crazy. never heard that yeah it's wild um there's like the only time that um like like gorillas or monkeys or anything the only time that they actually walk upright is when they're wading through water otherwise they're on their knuckles they're on their hands the only time that they'll actually walk for a, a long period of time on two feet is only when they're going through water. It's another really weird thing. So, I mean, if we're, if like maybe we could have been monkeys or something at one point, if you're talking about evolutionary theory, but food sources for something like that are going to be more abundant by water also, right? Cause you have like your shellfish and you have like your fish that get caught, like your guppies and stuff will get caught in like water holes next to like the shore and stuff like that. It's just like the food's plentiful. There's water, you know, like it's just yeah, a lot just... of different traits that we have would suggest that it's very possible that we may not have originally evolved in the water, but maybe near the water later on. But yeah, there's a lot of really interesting stuff. But that's I, super interesting. Yeah, I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Or I've never heard that. I should, you know. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of interesting information out there about like where and how we evolved, and mm-hmm. it just it doesn't line up with we just evolved from Neanderthals. Yeah. Like exactly. just slowly exactly. turned into this. And then what will, like, I wonder how we'll evolve going forward. Like, you know how they've said we're going to have, like, really big eyes. Big heads and. Big heads Mm -hmm. and, like, there's so many, uh, like, there's this other, um, just talking about, like, other beings, like, the, like, the people with, like, the giant cone heads. But Mm -hmm. then did you hear about the aliens they found in Peru in those caves? They're trippy looking. um, uh, Well, 
probably. They did find the the Karaska skulls or the Paraska skulls. Is that what you're talking about with the red hair, like the giants? There's those, but then there's the recent ones that they found, and there's one that's like her name is Maria. That's what they named her. But they found her in a cave in Peru, and it's she has three fingers and three toes. She stood wow. upright, but she didn't look human. And then there's also reptilian ones that they found. Um, Whoa. Just look, just Google. Um, Maria alien Peru cave. Yeah. Something? Yeah. Look it up. Peru. But then, you know, those like, it's really the Nazca lines. Like you could only see them from way above. Why were they there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And then there's the one of the drawing of the three fingered, three toed being in the Nazca lines. Like there's so much weird, like I want to go to Peru really bad. It's on my bucket list. Yeah. That's like, that's like my dream is to go to Peru and explore all this shit. But, and I guess they're in, um, I think they're at a university now in Peru, but they've had to move the bodies so many times so they wouldn't get confiscated. Yeah. I just, I'm looking at the autopsies and yeah. These are crazy. Yeah. The, um, there's, there's a lot of really crazy stuff. There was another one that was found in, there was another one. It it was actually tied to, um, it was tied to the Nazis and there was a suitcase that was found in a cave in Russia and it was actually, um, a, a hideout for Nazis during world war two. And they had created a cave as like an essential area where they could do research and stuff like that. And they had left behind a suitcase with some papers in it, and it had a skull, like an alien skull, inside of it. And uh, they say that that Hitler actually got his hands on um, alien spacecraft that had crashed in the 30s. I think it was 1938 or 35 yeah. or something. And so. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of well yeah they say that the reptilian race worked with them and that the reptilians like they need us to be in fear and what is a better way to put us into fear than have the holocaust like Uh and then also they needed human lives they needed it's i don't know there's a lot of shit that goes on with that theory like there's so much shit and project paperclip oh yeah crazy where we stole all the nazis yeah. 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 All those not. Yeah, it was all the German Nazi yeah, scientists. Yeah, Werner von Braun. And that's and... a real thing. Yeah. They... And like the remote viewing, or you know, okay. So there's, I don't know if you've watched this one, but there's a guy you that get all just excited. wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> get all excited. You get it. Oh yeah, yeah this fires this me funny. up. Fires me up like nothing. Yeah. But there's a guy that just was on Rogan who wrote a book about how the MK Ultra, you know the government experiment with mind control and using yeah. um, hallucinogenic substances. I, I just watched they, a bunch um, of stuff on that the other day. So fascinating. Mm-hmm. But I guess um, Manson and the Manson family, they were part of the experiment. Oh, no way. And he uncovered all of it, but he wrote a book. But there's a, he just, um, he was just on Rogan. It was pretty, pretty interesting shit. And like, he started really looking at like, all the stuff that was going on with Charles Manson and like his arrest and how he would get released. And like, there's just, you know, they found this person, this perfect broken person to mind control mm-hmm. and create this type of leader that could, you know, manipulate. basically manipulate people to murder. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. MK ultra is for real. Oh like, yeah. It's totally for real. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they, yeah. and it was actually like MK Ultra was like the third or fourth in a round of experiments. That's just the most popular one because other yeah. programs fed into it because those are the preliminary rounds of mind control and they were they had to do with different parts of the brain and how to control them and different things as far as like yeah. controlled studies go and it all bled into mk ultra which is the most popular um most popular uh experiment cycle that they did from what i understand and it was messed yeah. up like this lady like she was talking about i saw this interview of her she was talking about how they kept her in a bed and they shocked her brain for like six months every day. They kept her in an induced coma. She said that when she got out of her coma, she literally was a vegetable and she had to learn how to like walk, go to the bathroom again. She had a she didn't know who she was. She didn't know any of her family. Like they literally erased her mind, which is crazy because then if they could figure out how to rewrite your brain, and they could just create a whole nother person, you know? She had no identity at all. Yeah. There's so many different experiments, though. <laughs> like, I'm going to send one. you this other documentary right now that is about Hollywood mm -hmm. and um, the mind control and, like, the deep state working with Hollywood to, like, release movies that are basically mind controlling us, too. It's really fascinating. Mm -hmm. You'll like it. Cool. I'm down. <laughs> I'm way down. But it's interesting because I was talking to my ex who lives in Miami and he works for a um he works for a fashion photographer who's definitely in the high tier. Like he's been, you know, he does shit for Vogue and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's been um pretty famous photographer for a while. And he actually wrote this book about like in uh, it's a story has all these photos of like Hollywood homes from the nineteen fifties and there's all this satanic shit everywhere. Damn. And he sent me photos of it. Yeah, it's wild. That's way wild. And I don't yeah. doubt that. Because they're all, I mean, they're all intertwined anyways, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. As far like as there's... Hollywood goes and the deep state and all that stuff. Yeah. At least I, I feel like I feel like we're coming into kind of an exciting time where the word conspiracy theory was created by the CIA. It was created by the make, CIA. Yeah. It was created by the CIA <laughs> to make people look crazy for believing anything that's not normal, like normal information that's put out there. But I think we're coming into an exciting time where these conspiracy theories are not going to be considered conspiracy mm -hmm. as much because mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of stuff getting revealed. I feel like it's already happening mm -hmm. and it's going to be, it's still going to be a situation though, where there's going to be people that believe in people who choose not to believe because they don't want to. They just don't want to believe, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. It's like a small, it's, it's a very, uh, a very timed out conditioning period. Mm -hmm. Cause slowly but surely I was, um, I was watching, or maybe I was reading something. It's been a while, but they were talking about the Hollywood impact on, um, and how our reaction as a society, as a public, to movies and certain genres and certain things that are presented to us kind of like war of the worlds right right mm -hmm. after right after roswell happened 
then they're like, all right, well, shit, man, should we, like, tell these guys that we really have a bunch of aliens? I don't know. How about you read them a a story and see if they freak the fuck out? And if they do, let's not tell them that we got aliens, you know? Guess what happened? Everybody freaked out, dude. (laughs) Like, everybody freaked out. They literally thought we were being invaded. Yeah. So they were probably, (laughs) they were probably like, let's pull the shutters back real quick and uh, let's just tell them it's a weather balloon. Never mind. Yeah. No, it it really was a weather balloon. I don't think they told us anyways though because no. they realized they could do they could get all these secret technologies but they couldn't let the public know like mm-hmm. and religion is such a strong form of control you know oh, like yeah. blow up the whole idea that you know the basic religious story of like how we all come from this one you know narrative mm-hmm. which is really there's so many different narratives all combined into one big story that we're our origin, but it's just, you know, cause I do believe like they're like people like Buddha and Jesus walk the planet. I believe that these, you know, but think about like how a storyteller is going to tell that story and now it's going to go down the line. Like for like 2000 years, for 2000 years, plus with their peanut brains that they, I mean, not that they had peanut brains, but they didn't know about science. They didn't know about technology. They, mm-hmm. they, you know, they were in a time where it was very limited their access to knowledge of like what certain things. So yeah, when the river runs red, it's blood. Mm-hmm. It's not some type of algae that was, you know, exactly. Crazy. Exactly. And like fallen angels, you know, like all this stuff. It's like, yeah, things dropping from the sky. Like it's, you know, they have no explanation for it. Yeah. Like a chariot of fire. Miracle and it's divine. Yeah. Yeah, all they yeah. think of is like there's a chariot in the sky and it's like glowing with colors. It's fire. Okay, <laughs> there's yeah. something in the sky that it just we don't know what it is, but it looks like it could be something that's moving. And the only thing that we know of that moves is a chariot and it's glowing red. So it looks like it's on fire in the sky. You know, like yeah, very true. Well, I mean, think about they talk about how you know um, Eve was made from the rib of Adam. Well, that's that's cloning. So basically God took the rib of Adam and took the stem cells out and he was like, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to make you a toy real quick out of yourself. And then you guys can make babies. So you're going to bang yourself and create more of you and populate this whole planet. Well, if that was the case, then it's, we're all just a clone of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting to me that people take that so literally, but then mythology is mythology. It's put in that category of like, Oh, it's just all a metaphor for something. Mm -hmm. But what's to say we're, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just, who knows? Well, and who's to say it's also a metaphor. Yeah. And who's to say that like, who's to say God stopped with just making humans, you know, there could be wolfmen out there, you know, you want to get into cryptic stuff. Oh, I believe stuff. that. Yeah, you want to get into cryptic stuff, like, maybe God fucked up a couple of times, and he's like, oh shit, well a dog head doesn't go on a human's body, so there's well, like there's 20 the of those giant. things. And then the giants, dude, and Bigfoot, and like, all these Bigfoot. different... I totally believe in Bigfoot. I, I totally like, there's too Bigfoot. many sightings, like, yeah. people are just gonna make this shit up. Like, there's going to be one fucking crazy guy that's, yeah. like, gets a little too high one night. He's like, I fucking saw Bigfoot. But there's a lot of people that are, like, have so many stories about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. I totally believe yeah. that there's something that lives in the woods and might even be interdimensional. Might just come here to 
observe the land and see how we're fucking it up you know mm -hmm. how we're fucking up the planet and then go back you know like who knows yeah totally they could be maybe they're the gatekeepers for like hollow earth maybe they're the ones who are protecting all Very the caves true. that are you know going down to middle earth or hollow earth there's like there's some really interesting stuff when it comes to when you say like interdimensional because you hear a lot of bigfoot stories where people claim to see lights and they claim to see really weird things when they have their sightings but there's yeah. also like what's really interesting is there's also a lot of sightings of just random staircases in the middle of the woods that just lead to nowhere and they're just a staircase that just goes up and have you ever seen those or heard of those Oh, yeah. No, should, but I believe you it. Should, you should Google it. <laughs> I it's, love it. You should Google it because it's really, it's really interesting because people, th there have been, you know, uh, experiences and whether or not they're true or, you know, these people are in the right state of mind when this happened. But there have been instances where people have claimed to have seen like, like Bigfoot or something going up those stairs and then a light flashing and disappearing or people yeah. say that they have seen a light flash and something come down those stairs in the middle of the woods and we're talking like i think there's portals all over totally the world i think so i mean too. you're familiar with the skinwalker ranch right oh Outside yeah Ballard, Utah. Yeah, yeah like the one where they saw that portal open in the sky and they could it was nighttime and they saw blue sky like another mm -hmm. like they were looking through a wind or looking through a hole into another dimension dimension and yeah. i you know like there is just too much shit out there like that one's so legit you know especially with everything that went on with it you know like didn't um robert bigelow bought it to mm -hmm. invest you know to study it and then it was taken over by like um i don't know if it was the smithsonian or i don't know it's owned it's, it's private it's private now I yes, think they're still yeah, you can't go there. Yeah. You can't go in. I would, I would like part of me wants to go in there, but me part too. of me is like, I'd be fucking stupid because you know there's something that would happen. Yeah, <laughs> no, that'd be really freaky. There's some. There was another instance during the Bigelow. Um, it was during the Bigelow uh, investigation, but these guys were talking about how they saw this like yellow light, this orb, just like floating, and they were a couple hundred yards away. Yep. And they were up on a ledge. Did you hear this story? They saw the yellow ball and then it just stopped and then it grew in, into like this giant opening and they said they saw like a black creature crawl out of it mm -hmm. and it closed and then it just got up and ran, like just took off. And they, and they were like freaking out. Dude, if I saw that, I would probably freak out. Like I wouldn't even know what yeah. to do. Like that would be the scariest thing ever. To see a portal open and see just a black shadowy figure. Yeah, I'd lose crawl. my shit. I mean, as yeah. much as I believe in this stuff, like if I saw it firsthand, I would lose my shit. I mean, because yeah. it'd be like, yeah, like you were saying, like people never saw humans and they went out and saw these crazy bunch of people walking around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would just be so. I think because I yeah I've had experiences with like ghosts not where i've seen them firsthand but like i've had shit happen to me mm -hmm. like but the idea of waking up in the middle of the night and having some fucking you know entity like i would i would lose i've my had shit. that i've had that i would lose yeah. my shit I've, I've got crazy stories. i would never go asleep i never fall asleep again <laughs> yeah i've had some crazy so stories scared. i've had i've had a guy on my show um he was a former playboy photographer and Damn. he, yeah, he claimed that he had been abducted like multiple times. That guy times. seen some, 
a lot of lady parts. He's seen a lot of <laughs> boobies and he's seen some aliens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he um he came I'm on the show. I'm just wondering real quick though. Like I'm wondering how are you a photographer for Playboy and not have a like he I bet he had to wear like specific pants or strap his dick down because there's <laughs> no way he didn't have a constant boner and then everybody would know. Everybody would know. He'd just look at this fucking rod. I I wondered anyway, the same so thing. I, that's I what went in my thing. head. Probably just wear a cup with an extra tight jock strap. Just keep I bet he had to strap that shit down. He's like, there's yeah. no way I've ever played. Put an yeah. ice pack in there. <laughs> or think of his grandma naked every time. Like, yeah. I don't know. Naked fat chicks. Ugh. Keep it mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Hit it with the cold. Like Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Chris Thatcher on a rainy day or something like right. that. Right. Yeah. He did some of the, anyway, some of his photos were awesome. But um, yeah, he, uh, he told me about how he was abducted as a kid and his whole experience and i was like what because i saw i saw a lot of shadow people growing up like i felt like there was a portal like mm-hmm. in our basement and i had a couple instances where i woke up and um i won't get too too into detail um but i saw some crazy stuff like something standing by my bed something sitting on my bed um really weird stuff and i was older i was like 18 19 at the time so after that, I kind of, I kind of picked a different room to, to sleep in. But, um, but I mean, I'd seen stuff like that my whole life, like just shadow people walking by me. And I remember when I was a kid, like, um, my younger brother was seeing the same stuff too. And I didn't know that he was seeing what I was seeing. And then like years down the road, we started talking about how creepy our basement was. And he was like, yeah, I used to see like shadow people. They would like come visit me. And they'd like just wave at me from the hallway. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Cause, um, cause I had the same thing happen to me. Like nuts, man. I think so. most people who are just like fascinated by all these different theories and conspiracy per se, like tend to have some direct experience with something they can't explain. Yeah. And then it opens your mind to it. You know, I mean, so yeah, the guy that I had on my podcast when he had his spiritual awakening when his third eye opened, like it was very profound. Like he could hear perfectly. He was wearing prescription glasses. He took them off. He could see perfect. Mm-hmm. Everything was enhanced. But like one of the things that came to him was he was also an abductee um, with the gray aliens, and he has implants and scars where you can actually or not scars, but like marks where you can see where the implants are. Like I think one is on his back, but you know, when he was a kid, he's like, I just thought they were scary children that would come into my room. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, people who have experiences like that and have seen something that profound, it's just like, how can you go back to just believing everything that we're told? You know, like exactly. it opens you up. It opens yeah, you up. It totally does. Um, I don't know. My My parents, my dad is, he's totally into like all kinds of stuff like that. He's the one who kind of got me into like the whole alien stuff and bigfoot and stuff like that just more as an interest you know than mm-hmm. like a believer but um yeah he um like he was he's just way into that kind of stuff and i just remember when i told him i was like dad i'm i think i'm seeing stuff like he's like what mm-hmm. are you seeing i'm like well it looks like there's people walking around downstairs in the corner of my eye and um, I was like 12 at the time. And he was like, oh, yeah, they're shadow people. Don't worry about it. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, but if they ever approach you, just ask it to shake your hand and, 
And if it doesn't shake your hand, then just walk away. <laughs> that's that's what he told me. So I was like, all right. I'll, that's I'll the go. last thing I would do. I'd be like, <laughs> like if it's a good, my hand, yeah. very dark matter. Yeah. If it's a good, if it's a, yeah, apparently if it's a good spirit, they'll shake your hand. If they're a bad spirit, they won't shake your hand. That from what I, from what I gather. So. He's well, like, yeah, I know they feed off fear. So the more scared you are, the more they come because that's like the energy they want. Yeah, that's why yeah. people get scared, you know. And well, oh, and, it's interesting. Yeah, and I think I remember. Um, I think I remember something. And back to the reptilian stuff. But I think I remember something about how reptilians, they the fear, the reason why they like the blood of children or whatever is because the fear it outputs like adrenaline or something like that into the blood. And that's what they actually feed on. It's not the blood itself, but like, yeah. So I've heard some of the elite, the people that are part of these, like, you know, deep state Illuminati type Mm -hmm. new world order groups. They drink the blood too, because apparently the child releases a chemical when they're, you know, when they're being tortured and killed, which is Mm -hmm. fucking horrible, but like it releases some type of chemical and when they drink it, they get this euphoric Mm -hmm. feeling. So it's like they have this type of experience. And then also it is, gives them like youth. I don't know. Yeah. Like monster. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting, (laughs) but they just, um, there was just a study that said, uh, they were able to reverse the age of like mice by injecting young mice blood into old mice and it actually reversed mm-hmm. their aging process. So Yeah. Corey Good talks about the the twenty and back. He was part of these twenty and back programs where they would have them do something and then they would reverse them back twenty years and bring it back. Whoa. That's yeah. crazy. Kind of yeah. like I mean, who knows? You know? Time travel. <laughs> Time travel. I'm also fascinated with like people who have near death experiences. And, mm-hmm. You know, have you read any of Michael Newton's books? Mm-mm. Michael Newton is fascinating. Like he, um, he's a hypnotherapist and he was able to hypnotize people to where we go in the spirit world. His name is, what's his name? Michael Newton. Michael Newton. Because my dad's yeah. a, my dad's a hypnotherapist. Is he really? Yeah. I went to a hypnotherapist recently. Did you? It wasn't as profound as I thought it was going to be. Like, it was like, I do, because I listen to hypnotherapy meditation Mm -hmm. and I love how it relaxes you and gets you into state. Like self-hypnosis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot of it is, I mean, most hypnosis, yeah, I think hypnosis is really just getting you into a relaxed enough state to relax the mind and allow the subconscious to take over but yeah i'm really mm-hmm. fascinated with hypnotherapy i think yeah it's you really do cool. some crazy stuff man i've seen my dad do some crazy stuff i remember he t- my sister was like 14 at the time and mm-hmm. he was hypnotizing her and he like took her back when she was like five and she was like mm-hmm. talking like she did when she was five and like she was like it was weird it was weird that's wild have you been yeah. hypnotized then mm-hmm. pretty yeah yeah i've been hypnotized my yeah. my dad's hypnotized me, um, just like for practice, you know, just to hypnotize me as a kid. But um, yeah. yeah, it makes yeah. sense that he's so open to everything too, because I think a lot of hypnotherapists are they understand mm-hmm. that there is something, you know, with hypnotherapy. I mean, you can't help but be more open minded. Yeah, to a lot of different. 
possibilities because you probably you probably experienced things like the guy who hypnotized me I asked him if he'd ever had anyone go into like a different life or because past life regression is really common with hypnotherapy and he said he did have one woman tell him she was a planet <laughs> in a past life that's intense <laughs> yeah maybe she, she was, was a planet. maybe she was yeah. who knows she could have been a yeah. single cell organism and that could have been a planet I mean, I do believe our planet is a living, breathing entity, but, mm -hmm. and right now it's pissed off at us. Yeah. Right now it's like, it's fucking over humans. Like mm -hmm. we've done enough damage. We're putting time out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I mean, it is a living, breathing organism. And again, yeah. like we're, we are just bacteria on this planet is what we are. <laughs> parasites. We're, par yeah, we're parasites. Yeah. Very parasitic. That's so very true. parasitic. Yeah. Yeah. But crazy. Well, shoot, I'm probably going to have to get off here. Um, okay. It's been <laughs> <laughs> hour and hour and 20 minutes is a good amount of time though. That was a fun call. Yeah. Right? yeah. I wasn't expecting it to go this direction. But it was fun. Yeah. I wasn't either, but I'm not surprised. Usually my shows kind of get a little crazy at times. <laughs> yeah. Or, or your yeah, show too. I'm totally probably. down with this kind of stuff. So yeah. I love talking about it. We'll have to do, um, We'll have to do another show one of these days, um, maybe like catch up on um, like what you're doing, maybe do more of a formal um, podcast yeah. and talk a little bit more about like your show um, and get to know you a little bit more. But I think I think this was awesome. This was really fun. I think it was fun. Yeah. I, think we, I think it went really well. We I'm, glad I, both... I'm glad I recorded it. <laughs> I'm glad you did too. Yeah. 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 So. And if I uh, get like go missing, yeah. If you suicide yourself, like, if I suicide. Yeah. Myself. <laughs> if I go, yeah, death by suicide, black matter coming out of my nose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, that's scary. At least you'll know what's up. Yeah, <laughs> you've witnessed it. Seriously, so awesome. Outer fringe. Yes, I want to have podcast. you on my podcast too, but we'll. we'll yeah. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd love to be on your show. Now that I know how to figure out the Zoom and everything, it's my first time, so. Yeah, yeah, because we, we do ours over a Zoom platform, too. And I wonder, yeah. if, I wonder if I can connect more than one of these microphones and um, – because I have four mics and four GoPros in here. And mm -hmm. so I'm wondering if I'd be able to connect all four of these or even more than just one so that if I have another guest, we could bring like two or three or four people on. I don't That'd know how fun. that would work. Yeah. yeah, and I could even come to your studio. We could do it that way and then have Scott record it or something, mm -hmm. too. I'm not in – I mean, I'm kind of – I'm socially distancing, but I'm not like – I don't know. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm down. Yeah. I'm down for whatever. I the only place I go is like Albertsons and the liquor store, and that's really <laughs> maybe Walmart every couple of days or once a week. You know, yeah. if I need food or something like like stock up. But um, but yeah, just anytime. I'm I'm pretty much free whenever. Um, so we'll have to we'll have to schedule out a time and um, yeah. we'll get you on there. Where can people find your Outer Fringe podcast? Where can they listen to you? Um, so we are on, well, so it's under TriPoint. So TriPoint does have a website. It's T-R-I-I-I point.com. And then we are on Spotify, Google Play, um, Apple Podcasting, pretty much every platform. Um, 
if you can't find it under the outer fringe, you can find it under tripoint. Cool. And then yeah. that's also um, that's also uh, the Outer Fringe podcast on Facebook and Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yep. Any the other... Outer Fringe. Okay, sweet. So yep. awesome. Well, thank you so much for inviting thank me you. onto your call and turning it into my my show. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it was, it was great to. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it was great to we'll get to know you. Most definitely. All right. Take care. And tell me what you think of that documentary. You have to watch it. I will. I will definitely. I'm going to watch it right now with my roommates. So. Sweet. <laughs> All yeah. Right, so I want feedback. Yeah. All right. Definitely. I'll talk to you later, Tim. Right, see ya. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.